This is The Guardian. I'm Grace Dent and this is Comfort Eating from The Guardian. A podcast where we pay homage to the lesser celebrated foods in life. Because even as a restaurant critic, I believe the food that matters most is often that snack you cobble together when you're curled up on the sofa. Each week, I ask my guest to lift the lid on what comfort foods have seen them through their lives. Because you can tell a lot about a person from what they eat behind closed doors. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Friends, Christmas is upon us and you find me in my kitchen, swathed in sequins and adorned with a sparkly Christmas tree headband. And I'll be honest, I'm in a bit of a festive frenzy. Comfort eating as a concept belongs to Christmas. So it's only fitting that we have a Yuletide spectacular for you. In a moment, we have none other than Michael Ball and Alfie Bow arriving. And they are more Christmassy than a chocolate reindeer, eating a stuffing sandwich, watching Home Alone 2, lost in New York. Yes, that is how marvellously merry the pair of them are. And I am so filled with nervous excitement, I am tickling my taste buds with a little mince pie. Do you know how I warmed this up? Air fried it. Something so magical about a mince pie. Mm-hmm. With their own decorated careers in theatre and opera, Michael Ball and Alfie Bow have teamed up and gone and added chart superstars to their bow. Their first album, called Together, went to number one in the UK album charts back in 2016, eventually going double platinum. As a duo, they have now sold over 1.3 million albums in the UK. They've received two classic Brit awards, sold out two headline arena tours and presented three ITV specials. Is that the doorbell? Time for one more mouthful. I'll scoff it on route. Michael Ball and Alfie Bow, welcome to Comfort Eating at Christmas. Thank you very much. Thank it's you, so Grace. good to be here. I feel like I've alarmed you with how Christmassy I've made this room. Well, and, and Christmassy are you. Look at you. It's mm, fantastic. Yeah. I feel that we, well, we've done, we've let the side down. 
You're I'm wearing just... your Christmas pants? I'm a... Oh, yeah, always. All year round. <laughs> yeah. I've got holly in there and everything. Look, it's not Christmas without getting a gift. I couldn't welcome you here on Christmas morning yeah. without getting you something. I thought long and hard about it. What do you buy the men who have it all? Thought about a Lynx Africa gift set mm. each. Then I thought a bird's trifle box set, you know, so you could make it leisurely. No, I got you both the ingredients of a proper Carlisle Christmas. Thank you, oh, thank you, lovely. There you go. You need to open it. Proper Carlisle Christmas. Class, festivity, joy. Oh. What have you got, Michael? I've got archers. <laughs> you got Malibu. <laughs> and Thank I, you very and much. What, and I thought you need to treat and yourself. And a fiver. Oh, my word. I've sellotaped a fiver to it so you can treat yourself. Thank you very much. <laughs> my granny, every year, she got sent to a picture of the Queen. Every week on Comfort Eating, my guest brings in their ultimate comfort snack. Today, of course, it's Christmas. I've asked you both to bring their ultimate Christmas snack and I'm going to judge them and let you know your results at the end. Mm -hmm. There can only be one winner, I'm afraid. Michael, please unveil your Christmas snack. It is. You can see some lovely butter. There's a bowl that's wrapped in tin foil. He's opened it and a load of butter. (gasps) It's toasted panettone. Which you then slather in, but literally slather. Have a knife. We only ever have it at Christmas. Mm. I think it's actually illegal to eat it at any other time of the year. But the thing is, you put a lot of butter on because it releases an enzyme, so you actually lose weight as you eat it, and that's an actual fact. I became You've been telling yourself that. Yeah, yeah. It's really working. I mean, come on. But when would you eat this? Would you eat it? At Christmas, or is it the runner? It's the whole time. It'll be take the dogs for a nice walk on a wintry day, come back, cup of tea, get the panettone out, toast it. Christmas Day, I might have that in the morning as well as everything else while I'm cooking the dinner, just with a nice, and then, and then a snack at night. I love those days between Christmas a new year where you've forgotten what day it is, but all you know is that you've got, like, a full panettone or a a massive Christmas cake to just, like, chip away at. And you're just sitting there and and it's... Yeah. And a ham. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to have all those things. The turkey and the leg of lamb. (laughs) (laughs) Beat that, though, Alice. I mean, that is... That's... Strong start. It's a great... That is a strong start. No, I say it myself, it shouldn't. So, Alfie. I've got to set up the scene, though. You've had dinner. Yeah. You've got a fire going. You've got an old black and white Christmas movie on the telly. Mm-hmm. You've got a nice bottle of port. It's all cosy. You're yeah. under blankets. You've got your slippers on. You've got your best Christmas sweater and all yeah. that. And then out comes a cheese plate. Bang! That's, good, that's a good cheese, good cheese plate. Read. I mean, what we've got is... Uh, Two types of soft cheeses. Is that a brie? It's a, is it right, one of that them? is a camembert. That's a camembert. The camembert is nearly running away. Yeah. It's, it's, it's That's stinky. It's trying to escape. And, and pungent, yeah. And then we've got this rather stinky, veiny Stilton. And that's like a goat cheese, I, I think, isn't it? Is yeah. It goat's cheese. Well, being from the northwest of England. Yes, sir. I'm saying this is a northwest England person. I 
didn't know how to slice cheese properly in front of the middle classes. Right. Have you learned that over the I've years? I've been cutting the cheese for years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you nose the cheese? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, what's right. that? What's okay. nosing a cheese? So when you have a camembert, there is a very special way that you're meant to cut it, which doesn't offend polite society. What? Exactly. Did you not? No. Well, you see, I thought you would have known this. No. You have an air Why? about you like a man that could slice a... I can a, a blag bleep. most things, but I've never heard of nosing a cheese. So you have the <laughs> round circle of yeah. the cheese, and then you have, you, you, you've got a triangle. Yeah. You don't just cut the end off because you're cutting the, the pointy bit is the best bit. That's yeah. the bit that's yeah. the gooey. And that's why yeah, you yeah. cut that off and give it to yourself. Exactly. <laughs> and that is, is why wrong. you would be banned from France. Oh, <laughs> that's wow. like, yeah. And like the, the upper classes would be very upset. What do you, do then? you have to slice it in slices. That means yeah. that everybody gets a little bit of the best bits of everything. Mm-hmm. And with the blue cheese, you have to weigh up almost like it's an ordnance survey map where all the blue bits are and try and get everyone to have a bit of the blue. See, with the blue, I'd normally use a spoon. What <gasps> was that smoky cheese? We always used to have it at... Bavarian, Bavarian. smoked cheese. I mean, it was the most plasticky tasting yeah. thing, but I loved it. It comes in a brown sheath. That's it, exactly right. <laughs> and it's, it's like... very adaptable. It's, very, <laughs> it's like... It looks rude. And you always kind of ended up taking it to the uh, the couch with a knife <laughs> and just cutting <laughs> bits <laughs> off and putting it in the so right, Grace. Oh, that's, that's shameful, but true. So you're in this very successful partnership, two peas in a pod. The more successful you get, the more time you have to spend together. In reality, are you competitive? Could a Christmas game of Pictionary oh. end in a blowout? 100%. <laughs> If, uh, yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. we are. It usually wins everything. Top the only gear. thing we don't compete against is singing because I'm better. <laughs> um, There's this terrific noise that's coming out of him. <laughs> no, no so the top, thing, the top yeah. We did the top, you know, the race, no, Grand Tour. Grand Tour. And we yeah. had to do the lap round, you know, in a fast car. And we did it. And he was like, Going right. for it. Me, I'm having a scream. I'm loving everything. Oh, this is great fun. I spun out. Second and a half faster. Second. But not um, on every single lap. I was a second no, faster that's than you. Absolute no, no, no. No. On, every, pra- on every practice lap, yeah. I was faster than well, you. I'm saving myself. I was faster than you on every practice lap. You think you'll find that when it came to the actual competition, you lost. I won. I spun out. You owe me dinner. The road. It started to It rain. was like three years ago. Spoken. Still haven't had the dinner. I'm more weird, isn't it? Just saying. I think that you've answered the question quite beautifully. You are both wildly successful singers in your own right, but as a pair, I have this theory that you are now the kings of Christmas. Aww. I feel that you just snuck up the sidelines of light entertainment and made a land grab for Christmas. <laughs> and it just feels like suddenly you're like, it's Christmas, where are they? It's more like Santa Claus and the Grinch. <laughs> 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 I feel like the two of you have very good authority to lay down some jolly jurisdiction on Christmas. First question, how 
early in the year is it acceptable to get Christmassy? January. <laughs> <laughs> I love Christmas. Do you? I love Christmas. Yeah. yeah. I get through the whole year aiming for Christmas. Yeah. I'm a big Christmas fan. What about you, Michael? That commercial side, the the, the going into the shops, going into November, it's yeah. not cold enough mm. and, and it, it's, it still smells of autumn and I want it to smell of winter and look like one. Well, the leaves gone off the trees. Let's move to Christmas Eve. Okay. And there was mud I... on that track when I was racing the underground. Sorry, Grace. You've never seen that. a face like that. Oh. You've never seen... He didn't talk to me after. <laughs> Christmas Eve. Yeah. I think there are two types of people... Those that can enjoy Christmas Eve because everything was prepped a month ago. They can enjoy the company of their family. And then there's those people that are like running around at the last minute trying to locate the only packet of salmon within a 50 mile (laughs) radius at eight o'clock. Now, I don't want to cast aspersions. Which one of both of you? I think I'm last minute. I am running around a little bit. I like it to be perfect. And and then I've, I've let that go a little bit. Yeah. I've got a lot easier with that word. It doesn't have to be perfect. But when I was a kid, Christmas Eve was crazy. Christmas Eve, five, six-year-old, we'd get, I'd get up and go to midnight mass and I'd be falling asleep in the, and just willing this service to get over and so I could go home and open my presents. And my mum would let us open the presents on Christmas Eve. So I'd like all get, of them? All of them, yeah. Wow. Because yeah. we'd been to church. And I'd get all of my scale electrics out and all the, all the toys oh. and everything and it would all be ready and I'd be like... I can't believe I've got all this. And then she said, right, bedtime. And he's like, what? <laughs> no, you couldn't play with it. You couldn't play with it. No. So it's like bedtime and you had to go to bed and then get up the following day and it'd all be there. But, you know. So we have the tradition that you can open one present yeah, after midnight. I'm now really chilled. I do. I've, I've got it all sorted. So you're prepared on Christmas Eve? Absolutely. So I, 100%. I'm, I'm always missing something. I, I always do the cooking. That's yeah. my thing I've, and I know where everything is I've got it done I probably even parboiled the sprouts and the roasties oh that's next level though like people that parboil and then put them in ziploc bags that is like a just, just a thing of thing of, yeah it's great but Mary, I, Mary I, Berry, I bless you I sent I always think that's just somebody who's hiding in the kitchen from their family no open plan everyone's everyone's in there with no, me it's just a control no, freak. I am yeah. But I, the, the thing is, that's my only job. My only job is the catering. I don't do any washing up. I don't do any un, un, any getting rid of the wrapping paper. I just provide the food, provide the drink and sleep. How do you feel as uh, the kings of Christmas, kings of song, how do you feel about carolers? How do you feel about an ad hoc group of carolers at your front door? I don't answer. <laughs> it really, really annoys me. You know, ding dong, God rest you, Mary Jane. Oh no, no preparation. They've done nothing, and they just got their hand out. They yeah. wish you a Merry Christmas, That's Happy New Year. Every single carol oh. that used to come round to our house was like, oh, "We wish you a Merry Christmas." Well, you're not really wishing us yeah. a Merry Christmas. You're just miserable as hell. Learn some other bloody song. Learn a harmony. Learn, well, look, learn a tune. I, yeah, I feel like you've both made it. Rod for your own back here by slagging off carolers because no, 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 what no. is the best carol? What what is the Sorry. best carol to sing in the freezing open air in a group? Uh, from I love O Come All You Faithful because I know the desk can. 
Oh, okay. come, let us adore. Oh, come. <laughs> you know that bit? I do know that. And, I, and, and in, in <laughs> church. Should we go carol singing? Yeah. Let's go carol singing around Barnes. We could get a, we could get a ton up. of money. No, they're really tight in Barnes. <laughs> Is that where you live? Though? Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> if if I had carols coming to the house, it would probably be Good King Wenceslas. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. my yeah. favourite. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I like the um, deep pound Christmas. Stephen, write me home at night. Oh, the frost was cruel. When a poor man came inside, gathering winter fuel. We both went into the same harmony. You never do the harmony. I know, but I thought I would. It's oh Christmas. Oh my God, there's no feeling like a, like the double harmony. Of you both. <laughs> <laughs> it's very exhilarating. So I need to know both of your position on stockings. Christmas. I love wearing stockings. I like them to have a line up the back. Really? Yeah. To draw it on. I draw it on if I can't afford the. I meant Christmas stockings, of course. Oh. Are you households that still do Christmas stockings? I grew up in a big, big Irish Catholic family, and there was five sisters, three, uh, three brothers. We couldn't afford like the fancy stockings and all that sort of stuff. Do you know what we had? A leg of my mum's tights. <laughs> a leg of my mum's tights from the year before, which I bought her for Christmas. You know, from Marks and Spencer. And she's not a big woman, so it wouldn't no. be a big tight. No, but you shove it. You shove a tangerine in the bottom. You spin it around a bit, and it stretches. And you can get like a ton of Quality Street in there, man. It's brilliant. You can get like a bicycle in there for crying out loud. My sister did that. Way they get a car in it now. Oh, yes, yeah. Can you imagine what our fireplace looked like? How many of you? All these like brown tea stained <laughs> <laughs> tights on the fireplace. Not very festive. <laughs> oh, that, I love that look. I'm just off to get the presents. Like, yeah, lumpy tights with walnuts and tangerines. <laughs> so you're so, from a big family. Yeah, yeah. It must have been noisy at Christmas. Oh, it was great. It was really cool. <laughs> One year. This is what my dad did one year so we could all sit together. There was, like, my brothers and sisters, their partners, their husbands and wives and their, their kids. And so we could all sit together around the same table. My dad knocked a, a hole in the wall of the dining room and the living room and he put one long table right away. Oh, down God, the love him. <laughs> That's amazing. And, and then the, after Christmas he bricked it up. <laughs> We all, we all sat around this table and the table was covered with food. It was brilliant. Just yeah. covered in like plaster and yeah. brick dust. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. 
So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. So the big day arrives. We need to discuss Christmas breakfast, a crucial part of the day. For some people, this is just a chance to get cracking on the fizz. For others, a stomach lining bacon roll. Mm. Michael, mm. if I woke up at your house on Christmas morning, a girl's got to dream. <laughs> what would I be getting? You'd be, you'd be handed a... a you'd, first of all, we have a lie-in now because everyone's older. Ah. So, so it's, I mean, it's the greatest thing that's ever happened when the kids get old enough that they don't want to get out of bed for Christmas. Yeah. Thank the good Lord. Uh, so it's fairly chilled, wake up, handed a Bucks Fizz straight away to start, and little smoked salmon blini things. Yes. Already prepared. Wow. Uh, <laughs> that'll be while we're doing presents. Cup of tea, Bucks Fizz, little nibbly bits, and then it's into a bacon sandwich. Wow. Alfie, my hunch is that you get up at the crack of dawn to make your own hollandaise sauce for the Benedicts. <laughs> oh, of course I do that every single year. That hollandaise sauce and me are like that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Just getting the ultimate consistency to wow them. That's, that's exactly what I do, yeah. What do you actually do on Christmas morning? Uh, it's usually a scrambled eggs or something or bacon sandwich. Um, or if in America what we what we have done with the kids is like have pancakes What's the best gift that either of you have ever been given? Oh, can I be cheesy? Our Absolutely. Num- our number one album. When we woke up on Christmas Day and it was uh, the first yeah. album and it had gone to number one. It, it was just, it was it was incredible. Not foreseen. Yeah. I had no idea it was going to happen. And it, it was, I remember us speaking on Christmas morning yeah. going, pretty cool. look what we'd look. It was, it was... Just magical, magical. Christmas lunch. Mm. Let's face it, it's why we're all here. Best part of the day. And everybody has an opinion on how it's put together. Some people don't like turkey, it's too dry. Some people, Yorkshire puddings they want on the plate. Even do do. Absolutely. Some people can't, it's not a plate unless it's got sprouts no. for Christmas. What makes the perfect plate at Christmas. Let's start with meat. How, where do we stand on turkey? It's got to be turkey. It, it has to. And you have to cook it right. You have to put the effort mm. in. You don't have to eat a lot of it. You can fill up with sausage meat and all the other bits around, but you've got to have turkey. That has to be your crown jewel. See, my bloke wants to make beef. He's from a French family. My sister does that. And he will get a really good piece of beef. We will still have the turkey, but then the beef comes out and he'll have put if spices and things on it. And, and everybody looks at the turkey and then they go, mm, and yeah. they go for the beef. But we still have to have the turkey on the table mm. to make it Christmas. Mm. Don't give them the option. No option. <laughs> no option. There's no options. So Michael is... Quite strict, basically. You can have turkey or you can go home. home. What about you, Alfie? (laughs) Well, I mean, we are competitive, so I usually go for swan. (laughs) Um, uh, 
<laughs> Should see him catching them. Yes. Christmas mons. No sign like seeing Alfie strangling a swan. <laughs> the, the queen wouldn't have minded, or the king now he owns them all, doesn't oh, he? Oh, the king's a Christmas. No, I, I, I have to agree with your fella. Mm. I go for beef. I go for a really nice rib of beef. Yeah. I've done all the turkeys. I've done the turducken and all that sort of stuff where you shove a bird inside a bird inside a bird. It's gone from like a a, a sparrow to a bloody, (laughs) you know, to an ostrich. To an ostrich, yeah. You know, it's like... You know that turducken? Turducken, Like, there's just... I know it's probably delicious, but there's something about the thought of the process of them just entering birds into birds. I know, it's a bit weird. No, it's not. It feels medieval. It's it's like a feathered orgy or something. Exactly. It's not (laughs) Christmassy. No, it's not. But it's also, it doesn't, it tastes really bad. I've never had all these different flavours mingling and the juices from one bird going into the other. And Mm. it's just, I don't do that. I do like the proper river beef. I've even done like a, a a really cool leg of lamb for Christmas dinner, which is lovely. But would you still have the turkey on the side? No, no. If you're I not was buying gonna... a little turkey, because then I've seen that like with my family, it feels like someone needs to have white meat yes, of yeah. something on the table. So then it gets down to having a chicken on the side of the beef. If I was going to do a turkey, I'd get a turkey roll or a or turkey breast. And or, or a couple of breasts, or whatever, and 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 just use that for sandwiches. That is the most mm. Northwest England thing you've ever said. Is that right? Gonna get a crown. Gonna get a crown. Lovely crown. Crown. friends. <laughs> Very moist. Don't need the legs. There's no bother. Just, <laughs> just no bother. There's no bother. Just don't just slice it for the butties. <laughs> we should talk trimmings, stuffing. Definitely posh stuffing. Paxo. Paxil, all the way. Thank you very much. Three different all the kinds. Way. What? You need to put one lot in the in the in the breast. You need to have one lot separately cooked, and you need another bit up the jacksey. Different tastes. And are we talking that fancy apricot bejeweled Heston yeah. Blumenthal what are you doing? stuff with gold? You really ingots. do live in barns, don't you? <laughs> in Acton. Yeah. I'm just going to have Paxil in all different places of the bird. Christmas is a time for reflection, thinking about the year gone by, what's gone right, what's gone wrong, the people we've lost. Do you get sentimental at Christmas? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like you say, the people that you've lost... Um, family members, friends, but you know, it's it's also a time to celebrate them and certainly remember the Christmases that you did have. My dad used to um, make his own wine, uh, and leading up to Christmas, make his own wine, make his own beer, and he always used to brew it in the kitchen in the corner cupboard, and it was like a hot cupboard where mm. he'd put the wine in and a dill filter and all that sort of stuff. And um, this was pretty disastrous. Christmas Day, all the boys went to the pub for a beer. I wasn't old enough, so I was still at home. And my mum and my sisters got sick of like being left at home, doing the dinner. The boys are in the pub, you know, your dad's in the pub. It's terrible. We just get left here and there's nothing. Open that wine that your dad's been brewing. And it wasn't uh, finished. It wasn't done. So it was like nearly 200% proof. <laughs> 
And, and I came downstairs to play with my toys and all I could see is my sisters and my mum rolling around on the kitchen floor, absolutely off the faces, having drunken all this wine. The dinner was a disaster. Everything was burned. The smoke coming out of the oven, the whole lot. The dog was on fire. It was just... Brilliant. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's a it's a sentimental time. Yeah, yes, it is. It's um, it's a time of taking stock. I think it is. You know, you think first of all, it's, as we get older, it's coming round quicker and quicker. It's mm. terrifying, and yeah, you think about you think about all the people that you've shared it with in the but. I always think how lucky I am to be with the people that I'm with. Mm. And missing the people that I'd love to be with. Of course it is. It's the same for everyone. I'll be here this year. I'll be home (laughs) for Christmas. (laughs) I love it when he sings and you go... Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's the story of our lives. With his eyes that have seen so much. Help me. Okay, everyone's had their third helping of turkey. Even though you're looking at the bird, it doesn't seem to have got any smaller. (laughs) Still exactly the same. Plates have been cleared away. Trimmings are on the side, ready for a sandwich. What are we doing next? Is it cheese, brandy? What's happening right after dinner? It's, It's collapsing telly on while everyone else gets on with the washing up. Oh, you see. Yeah, washing up straight away. Kath can't sit and look at dirty plates. It feels mm. to me like your Christmas, Michael, starts in the middle of December with prep, 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 yeah, prep, yeah. prep. Right till Christmas Eve, prep, prep, Christmas morning prep. And then at this point, Done. bang. Yeah. And yeah. this is when you start to live like kind of yeah. a Tudor moment. No, yes, absolutely. Henry VIII, <laughs> it's, it's smug Look what I've done for you. I think it's time you gave something back to me, don't you? So like, no guilt associated, nothing. So they all crack on with the clearing up. And... You rise from the Christmas table and you walk towards your sofa <laughs> where you lie. Where, I mean, do you, put, do you change pants? I'm in my pants. <laughs> I love sitting in my pants. I always, it's got everything's got... There's, Christmas is... The season of the elasticated waist, oh, you know. The, Why do you wear it all year round? It's always Christmas <laughs> in my life. <laughs> we forget the dishes; they, they'll they'll get done. No, we start playing records. We start getting the drinks out, pouring a few more beers, getting the wine out. We have a celebration. We carry on the, and we just make it last and last. You know, we don't go and crash in front of the telly. We spend time with each other and the, we're dancing by the end of it. We're all hammered. What record do you put on? Oh, my goodness. I'll put on something like... Well, we'll put on a regular Christmas album, which would be like 70s rock, so it'd be like Wizard and Slade and all that sort of stuff. And then we'll just go through the collection. We'll go through some soul songs, some soul albums, you know, Aretha. Um, uh, we'll do Elvis. It all has to be disco or uh, dancing and yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. So Bee Gees we'll put on and stuff like that. I'm always relieved yeah. on Christmas. Day when it's really bad weather because then no one has to do the walk. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Why, why, oh, isn't yeah. that a relief? Yeah, I send them. They go for the walk while I'm doing the dinner. You see, I don't have to do the walk. I'm so with you. I think that that is a class thing as yeah. well. Working class people never went for a walk on Christmas Day. It's only when I hung around with the middle classes yeah. that fear in my eye when I realised people were putting on Gore-Tex. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. let's let's walk for seven miles. Let's not. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's really not. Let's, let's really not do yeah. that. Yeah. It's it's strange for us though, because I'm I'm sure Elsa's the same as an adult, because pretty well every Christmas I'm I've been working. And if you're working in the theatre, you do a show on Christmas Eve mm. and you've usually got a show on Boxing Day. So you you only have Christmas Day off. Mm. So Physically, you just have to, you know, because there's always a much tougher schedule at Christmas. They put in extra matinees and stuff to give you the one day off. Is it important to be at home? Yeah, yeah, of course it is. And I've hated it when I've been away. Worst Christmas of my life in, in New York when I was doing a show called Woman in White and none of the family could come over, only Kath could come over. And it was just miserable. First time ever went out for Christmas lunch mm. at some place which w- wasn't great. And yeah. Who were you with? Just Kathy. And, you know, the first time she'd ever been away from her daughter and the kids, the grandkids. And so she wasn't, it was just, and we said, never again. Mm. Never, never again. We'll, we're, we'll be together, whatever happens. And we always have been. That's cool. on Christmas Day late afternoon. I want to tell you both a secret. This part of the day is my favourite. Christmas Day, you've got all the leftovers. To me, it's the roast potatoes with that slightly congealed gravy, you know? And then maybe, uh, you know when you've made bread sauce, Mm. but no one actually wants it. You just need to put it on the table to show people. And then you get the bread sauce and then you put that on top of the congealed potatoes and then you just stand up. Eating it, you don't even bring it through. You don't bring it through. You're just like going. You're like going. I don't know why I'm putting on weight. I don't know. I think. I think we all do, Grace. I think we do. You know. And it's that. What is your favourite snack? What's the What's the leftover snack you love? I love the pigs in blankets. Cold. Mm. They're really nice. But everything. All I need to have to have is a jar of pickles, with everything else. Uh, that that's all that's all cold, you yeah. know. The Christmas dinner gone cold. Uh, we'll always have a ham on the go as well uh, that will last over the whole period. Mm-hmm. But I need I need some pickle lily. I need uh, little pickle gherkins. I need pickles, red cabbage. Yeah. Got to have red yes. cabbage and just mountains of all of that pickle things. And, and, and then the, even the turkey breasts because I'm not a mad turkey cold yeah. turkey liker, but. The pickle juice will soak into it, yes. and it's it just brings everything to life. So, just pickles. What, it's, go, it's going into the kitchen and pulling out like a you know one of those Warburton's toasty loaves. I do. I'm aware. Putting lashings of butter on it, getting your turkey, slicing it. Yeah. Making a sandwich, putting your stuffing on, slicing pickled onions, putting that on as well. So it's the preparation as yeah. well as everything yeah. in it. For you. Salt, pepper, yeah. a whole lot. Squash a roaster, shove that in as well. What the hell? You I'm got mayo, it. is there some mayo in there? No. no doing no a mayo. layer of congealed gravy. Bit of congealed gravy to oh. dip it in. Bit of cranberry. You, yeah, a little bit of cranberry actually on one side. Do you remember that Friends episode where Ross <laughs> had the Christmas yeah. sandwich and someone stole his Christmas sandwich? Yeah. I, I was him. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like that's the thing yes. that pushes him <laughs> over, over the edge. Over the edge. Someone stole his Christmas sandwich. Christmas is a time of love, togetherness. 
and massive family blowouts. The <laughs> politics of Christmas leaves me weak and exhausted sometimes. Do you need to tread carefully around Christmas? Well, one should, <laughs> but one sometimes has a little bit too much warnings advocar. Yeah. That's the trouble. It, you know, you, you you have a little bit to drink and it loosens the tongue. Mm. But I don't, we've never had a, a big major uh, fallout. Not a big EastEnders no. one. You've no. never did that, no, the drift. round, you know, I always call it the roundhouse retribution, where you stand up and you go, and you, no. and you, <laughs> and you, and then you just, then you have to go to your bedroom yeah. for a while. Yeah. And lie down and no. have a word with yourself. Yeah. No, we've never had that. Mm. Yeah. I watch a lot of other people doing that. And I, I keep my mouth shut. I stay out of it. That's when I go and do the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've got a massive family, so yeah, you must be yeah. able to kind of just what be, have a ringside seat to... Oh, it's brilliant sometimes. When my sisters get going, you know, oh, it's, it's World War Three. It's, it's amazing. It's a very special time in the podcast. We're drawing to a close, and it's time for me to reveal the winner of the ultimate Christmas snack. And I haven't given this a lot of thought during the interview because I've been enjoying it so much and now I'm on the spot. They are both bloody brilliant snacks. One of them needs a lot of prep. The other one is just the gift that keeps on giving and you can eat it with one hand and prepare it with one hand. It has to be the panettone. Thank you! I'm so right. sorry, Alfie. I'm That's so okay. It was just. I'll show you my workings. <laughs> yes. How did you? How did you come to that conclusion? Cheese can be eaten at all times of the year, mm. and yet the panettone. If you're seen eating that at any other time of the year, it's 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 a sign of madness. Yeah. Not in Italy. <laughs> Where? <laughs> And there was something, uh, what Michael brought to the panettone was that he said that you must smother it in lashings of butter. And I think that... You can do that, that on a Jacob's cream cracker I, too. I think a lot of people have been missing that trick. And I think that it's, it was just delicious and heartwarming. Thank you, Grace. There you go. Alfie Bow. Yes, love. And Michael Bow. Thank you for making me feel... So incredibly hey. festive. It is almost time for you to get back on your sleigh. <laughs> Before I let you go, can I ask for a very special gift? What? I know... I've got you, the mistletoe somewhere. I know, <laughs> I know you must get sick to death of Christmas songs sometimes, but there must be one that when you see it on the list, you think, ah, yes, because you just love singing it together. It might not even be your favourite. It might just be the one that always makes you laugh when you see it because neither of you remember the words or whatever oh, it is. And I need a little blast. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look in the Grand Hotel Once a part away And been hitting what to come Snow is falling All around me Children playing Having fun It's the season Love and understanding Merry Christmas Everyone 
Where do we invoice? <laughs> oh, you've totally got me. Oh, Michael Ball and Alfie Boss, thank you for comfort eating with me. I feel like I'm going to cry. That was a blessing. This episode of Comfort Eating was produced by Jack Claremont. The executive producer is Lucy Greenwell. The music was written by Axel Coquetier. Mixing and sound design was by Alice Boyd. If you like comfort eating, then please go and leave us a review and you can follow or subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And use the hashtag comforteatingpod to get in touch about the podcast or share your own comfort eating delights. This is The Guardian. 